Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Um, today, uh, we haven't got Andrew. Surprise, surprise. There's a shock. We are the Tufty Club. There's three of us, but there's one of us that's never here. But I've managed to, uh, after advanced negotiations, I've managed to secure a, a, a third member, so to speak. <laughs> um, but basically, it's, uh, my wife is going to come on and, uh, and, and show us uh, some of her football knowledge. Well, that's, that's really patronising already. We got, we, we got, there were quite a, a bit of back and forth this week, weren't they, on the, um, on the three mm. sort of podcasts, getting, getting some chat about, you know, finally, you know, Blades Pod, obviously, four Blades in a pub and us. Um, it's finally a win to talk about, a really good win. And yeah, we basically got accused of sexism between the three of us, saying uh, it'd, be nice, it'd be nice to hear a, a woman's voice. So you've done well with this last minute signing. Um, yeah. Good evening, I can't remember Kate. who said it. Somebody, somebody said something about the very male orientated the podcast, which is a fair point to, to, to you know to be fair. Yeah, male so. and white and able bodied and everything else. Hang on, you can't you, you can't you, you can't come in with your one tick in a box and then and then slag us off for the other stuff. You're you're white. You're able bodied. Come on. You're I'm pro- not just you. I'm, I'm not talking about just you. I'm just talking about generally. Yes. Football. And if, we, and if uh, anyone's seen my wife in uh, in real, I can confirm she's probably the whitest person you would ever see. <laughs> Which is probably true. Um, so yeah, so I am a rainbow blade, okay. so that adds a bit of diversity as well. Okay. So yeah, so uh, Mrs. Dead Bat, which I was told I couldn't call her, uh, also known as Kate because it's a name. Good, good, good afternoon. Thanks. All right. Um, I think to be fair, though, it's, asking... it's all right. Thanks, it's all right. This is a bit of an insight into your marriage. I'm actually allowed to sit at my dining room table at this point on a Saturday. There has been a move the last few years, though, towards getting more uh, inclusivity into punditry media. Um, you know, and, and you see some awful comments on like Twitter and social media because there are some, you know, some really good pundits. Uh, you know, some female pundits that have come on and. You know, people like Alex Scott and stuff. I know I we both like Alex Scott, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, for, for her insight. Yeah. Um, but I, I do th- I do think, there's, you know, there's, it's been good that there's been some different different voice, not the same old tired, you know, kind of ageing has-beens, you know. I don't like some of the new guests on Soccer Saturday, to be fair, but that's just because I just don't like the people. But Ageing um, has-beens, you me, are still talking about pundits, aren't you, and not this podcast. <laughs> well... Did you see that somebody said they saw the video of us and imagined that I would be like 300 uh, <laughs> pounds or something heavier? Yeah, 50, they imagined you were 50 stone heavier and that Andrew had wispy white hair. <laughs> <laughs> but I looked as expected for some reason, which is, I don't know, I don't know if that's good or bad. Um, but what I would say is I don't think it matters... You know, whether whatever you you know, male, female, you know, what whatever. If you're a good pundit, you're a good pundit. If you're a crap pundit, you're a crap pundit. No, I agree. Um this appearance. Well, we'll see. We're, we're <laughs> gonna give you a chance. We're gonna give you a chance, but we're we're watching your every move and list so the the listeners out there. I compare it to was it um What's his face? Joe Wicks, who's doing that workout every day, and then he brought his his wife on, and they were all like, "Get rid of it, get rid of him, just have her on." So I think so. There's always that danger <laughs> that uh, they might actually prefer prefer yeah, stick, uh, stick to your match reports and, and send your wife on podcast. Yeah. yeah. So uh, been an interesting last few days because 
been different in the sense that we'd actually won a game. And I, I don't know about you, but I mean, I made a comparison early in the season to people at work coming up to me. Like I'd got like a, a relative who got like like terminal disease or a dog that was going to be put down and saying, oh, it's such a shame that they were doing so well and, they, they, you know, they, they were so good. Um, completely different reaction. And it's like uh, Auntie Joan or, or Rover has, has had a sudden, like, recovery. It's like they've had treatment. They're fine. And everyone's, like, now saying, oh, you, you must be feeling great. You, you look fantastic. And yeah. So a lot of that patronising kind of talk, but, yeah. Yeah, Rover didn't have terminal cancer. He just had worms, didn't he? <laughs> but yeah, it's been it's been a good few days. A lot, a lot of people kind of obviously not patting me on the back because they, they can't do that. But uh, like sort of so actually saying you, you you did well, your team, and you're like, oh yeah, we did. Surprised. Lapping it up. No, see, I, I mean, obviously, I'm working from home, so I see people on teams and stuff like that. Um, in fact, funnily enough, um, one of my work colleagues is, a, I think he's a regular on one of that, them forums that you post on, um, Large Mendonca, I believe his screen name is. Oh, that's an uh, excellent name. I do know screen. him and I'm aware of his work, actually. Um, and he, he basically, he said he weren't going to watch it. He said he's, he's, gonna, he's just not going to watch it because it's going to be an absolute hammering. So... Um, he, he didn't watch it, and obviously at half time he was thinking, "Oh, shall I? Shan't I turn it on?" And he basically he said, "I'm going to take one for the team." Obviously, it's it's me, like super ridiculous superstition. It's obviously him that's done it, and he, did, he, he didn't tune back in. So I think he wasn't watching today as well, but um, it didn't work today, did it? So it yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He's, he's going to have to switch it back on again. But um, yeah, so at work, I yeah, I mean. I don't, I don't come into contact with people that are as patronising as, as your workmates, obviously. So um, a couple of Blades fans and then rest, yeah, just take a passing interest. I think I everybody knows a Man U fan, though, in some capacity through work or yeah. family or friends. So you, you, there were always going to be a bit of one-upmanship one this week to, to some degree, <laughs> even socially distanced. Did you do it, though? Because I've got my uncle, you know, the, my dad's yeah. brother, the gobby one. He's a Man United fan. Um uh, my brother-in-law and my nephew are Man United fans, but I, I didn't feel like I could rub it in because, like, by the same token as you know, we've st- we've still got terminal worms or, or whatever you want to say. It's not like we're suddenly brilliant. We just happen to get a result midweek. So I just there's always that comeback, isn't there? But you're still rubbish or you're still bottom. So I didn't I didn't do any of that. I just reveled Ro- in it Rover's, privately. Rover's back in his basket. So he is just like so <laughs> no no movement at all. So Licking his backside at the minute. Room. Yeah, you you know a man you season to get hold of. I do. I have a friend called Kim who's a man you season to get hold of, and my boss at work's husband is a man United season to get hold of. So yeah, I know a couple, and also my uncle oh, yeah. from where I grew up. He's a Man United did, did, fan. Did, not did, not did you have any, any contact? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but I did. <laughs> A friend on Facebook did do a little clapping hand when I reposted the United, like one of the many pictures that United put up of our scoreline and mm-hmm. our win from Wednesday night. Social media team have gone into a frenzy. Like, they've moved on from all the uh, pirate flags and there was so much stuff being put about Jack Elker and... You know, obviously Burke and and Brian, they couldn't bang out the messages enough. Well, it were constant, <laughs> said, yeah, just constant guff on social. I mean, it was good. It's good to revel in it. Into we're not going to get many chances this season, I don't think. Yeah. But uh, it, it's a game and a result that you will remember 
probably for the rest of your life. Like how many, you know, a sideline cause going to Old Trafford and winning is not going to happen very often. Whatever happens this season, it's a, it's a moment you'll always remember. They'll be they'll be loving it in a year's time, social media team in two years' time. <laughs> yeah, three years yeah. time. On this day. <laughs> we'll be in League yeah. One on this day <laughs> two years ago. Yeah, but we just lost to Rochdale. <laughs> but on this day, on this day, yeah. always remember that. Now I don't know. It's 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 funny because there's pros and cons to doing the podcast straight after the match, and it's like honest honest assessment. And you know, I'm I'm still trying to avoid as much coverage and interviews and anything. You know, I don't read anything. Don't really watch the halftime analysis and stuff like that to keep it as near to when we're going to the games as possible. But it sort of it was a bit backfired on on Wednesday because I just I was just knackered. I, re- I remember doing, you know. Doing that podcast, just think I couldn't even think of anything to say because it was just yeah. it's the first time since lockdown I've actually felt like I feel when I'm going to games, you know, like trying to kick every ball, trying to just brick in it when they attack and stuff like that. And yeah, just just a weird one. Superb video of Roy uh, his reaction to the full time whistle, but he's just stood there, he just sat there with his mouth open, like <laughs> as the commentary is playing and like don't move for that. I don't, it's obviously been uh. Bit of good acting from Roy there. Uh, oh, is there anything he can't do? <laughs> <laughs> view from, view can... from Spielberg. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, can we just talk about Man U game instead? Like, we might as well, because there's not a lot yeah. to talk about today, let's be honest. It was a bit of a weird game, but... yeah. Well, firstly, we'll talk about the teams. Uh, I wasn't shocked he changed the front two, because they put such a shift in the other night. Um, and I think he's got his one eye on one eye on West Brom as well. Um, and I think he, he thought we wouldn't have much the ball, have a bit of pace at the top with Burke coming in, obviously Brewster alongside him. I expected Egan to come in for Jags, even though that's quite harsh on Jags. Uh, and obviously Brian must have been not fully fit. So I, I don't, I weren't shot with any of the changes. It was probably, if I was the manager, it's probably what I would have done. Yeah, totally agree. Uh, the, the only one I was a bit iffy on was the, uh, Brian won. I mean, I've I've said on this podcast a few times. You know, when we're struggling with Stevens, saying why don't they try Bogle at left back? Well, this is why I'm not a manager. Um, but the fact that he came in, as if if Brian's injured, then fair enough. But I just thought he had such a good game. I know they took him off early, so maybe he did take a knock. Why he's on the bench then? I don't know. But well, that's the only one that. Yeah, him and Lowe both possibly weren't fully fit, but uh, they were really proud that we got nine subs, weren't they? We've <laughs> got nine subs, like it's a big achievement or something. They don't that, get as many. That tick list I've done, you know, that is basically, yeah. you, you know, people have got all the achievements they want to hit. I literally all I want to get to is 11 points. We've done most of them. Maybe I should have had that on there. Name a full bench because it's it's not really happened, has it? Is it the first time we've done that? It's the first time we've it's done it for a long time. For, yeah, I, I would say probably this calendar year now that's not that long I can't remember last time we named nine I think it's Before been yeah break that we had in at Ramalay no we've 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 named nine subs this season definitely no I don't mean this is I mean before we had our players that had it oh, I don't know oh right yeah yeah I'm not sure actually this, this is very a stat that's not really worth arguing about is it it's very unclear who's had it though like it's yeah, there's a few like Robinson, Rodwell, people have just kind of disappeared. Musa keeps coming in and out. So nobody, obviously, because of confidentiality, there's some managers that just tell everyone who's got it. Yeah, he's got it. He's got it. He's got it. But like, obviously, there's some that, you know. Why not? Well, it's, it's health. You wouldn't like, to, you, you know, if you've got, if you went to the doctor and you got worms, you wouldn't like, you wouldn't want people knowing, would you? It's a lot of women talk tonight. <laughs> I, I did think I'd. 
did think I had worms once, actually. A terrible yeah. story, but I'm going to tell it anyway. Um, basically, I, I sat down to do what I needed to do, got up, and I had a quick look. And I, I, I'm not going to lie, I absolutely panicked. Like, really yeah. sort of, I, I would say I crapped myself, but I'd already obviously done that. And <laughs> I really, really, this is a nightmare. Look at the state of that. And I like went to tell the wife, and um, she basically informed me she'd been flossing before I went on and oh. yeah, tripped it down. And t- <laughs> so. I tell you what, the, the, this sort of uh, analysis, <laughs> you don't yeah, get analysis, the, yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't get this on some of the other the other pods. So. Well, thankfully. Yeah, yeah, we had Andy showering. Now you're toileting. I don't know what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> some way to top, aren't you? That. Uh, I, I, I'm not going to mention Kate's uh, United Sex Dream. We'll save that for the uh, next next episode. We'll keep we'll keep the viewers guessing uh, who it involved and how. Yeah, lockdown it's... dreams are weird though, aren't they? They are. Had some odd ones. It was a very vivid dream about a player from about a decade ago, a bit more than a Warnock, decade ago. classic yeah, Warnock yeah. player. But it involved <laughs> me, me and him together. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it was yeah. quite explicit. <laughs> really <laughs> proud about it. See, this is why women don't come on podcasts. They lower the tone. Shielding. <laughs> yeah, yes. So, on to the game. Um, it kind of went now. I thought it would be City just sort of passing it about. Us in that then low block. As the, I hate that phrase, low block. They kept a low block. Um, but we did, and and they were just knocking it about and stuff for sort of five minutes. Um, we did what we did on on uh, Wednesday, where one of their players got injured, which wasted a couple of minutes. That's just been a new tactic, <laughs> you know, when their player went down with a bit of an injury. Yeah, I was yeah. Like, oh, that'll, that'll kill a couple of minutes. I'll take thing out of it. Um, the goal was absolutely pathetic. Uh, about eight minutes it came, ball over the top. Ampadu's just—I don't know whether the keeper shouted or someone else shouted. It was—you could see indecision starting as he edited it like down or said edit it on. But then uh, the winger got it, uh, Torres, and Vogel's back, and his body position is awful. It's like you just get yourself between the goal and the ball, but he, he like left a big gap and then looked shocked that the player had got round him. It, oh. And then Ampadu comes across and makes an apology of a tackle, like just like doesn't yeah. should have just put a lot out. But just yeah, just boot through out. it. If you get the ball, you're not going to get a penalty against you there. Or you just take it out, yeah. And I'm I'm not sure what to say about Basham's defending on that moment. <sighs> well, we've talked before, haven't we? About we've had at times our players over the past year or so that have they've, they've like sort of done stuff that's like a glitch in in a video game. You know, like when when FIFA goes wrong and keeper dives wrong way or dives after ball's gone in or. And it was like that. It was like he'd got the message that it's oh line back up again and he's or push out or keeper's got well, he just he just he just ran. It's like where's he going? I think Sky summed it up because I think he gambled that the cross was going to be pulled further back, but he, there was no one to mark. So even if he had been pulled further back, I don't think there was anyone there. He just like was mark. He went to Mark Egan, <laughs> and then Ramsdale like guessed that he was going to kick it. I don't. He just fell on the floor. They could he couldn't get up. He was like stuck in mud. There's, I don't think there's any blame on Ramsdale. I think I think he he quite rightly thought he was going to shoot first time because, well, most players would. I, I think is the class players aren't they? So they they've got that awareness that they've got time and space. Most players would have shot first time, so I don't blame Ramsdale for that. No, no, yeah. And I think the the difference between me and you, obviously, I watched the game with you. <laughs> um, 
was that you didn't seem to think that the Man City players did well. You thought it was all down to the fault of our players. No, no, really? no, I, I disagree with. No, I disagree with that. I, I think City were they were too quick. They, the thing that they do better than any other team is they play at pace. They play like one touch. And when they get in the last third, it's all one touch. They don't yeah. need, like, you watch our players. In, and this is the thing that did frustrate me. I'll agree with that. Regardless of that, I think they gave us time on the ball at times, but we, we took too long, like four or five touches to just like come round and play a simple pass. They just do everything first time and knock yeah. it out of the feet. And they just step up the tempo when they need to in the, in the, in the final third. But in terms of the goal, they persisted. When our players floundered, they just kept going and they got the goal they deserved. And that's the that's the difference. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they showed some good stuff and it was a decent build-up. And to be fair, it, it did... Yeah, you're right, it kept going. But it shouldn't it, it shouldn't have had the opportunity to keep going. It should have been stopped it, it, two or three times. It's a sloppy goal. If they'd have scored a goal like there was one in the second half, I'm jumping ahead, where Zinchenko had the shot that Ramos had a brilliant move. And if it scored a goal like that, it'd be like, wonderful goal. It, it were a crap goal to concede. Yeah. Really it's, it, well, it's, it's a reasonable goal to score. If we'd have scored that goal, you would have yeah. said, "Oh, Torres did well." Going, Torres did, did it from well. on the yes. floor, you know. Yeah. So, looking at it from their point of view, yeah, oh, definitely, yeah. He, he kept going, and he got his he got his reward really. But I, it's just you're really, really annoyed. You, like you say, you don't mind if they score through brilliance, yeah. but when it's an individual, well, it's not even an individual individual error. It's like three individual errors. Yeah, um, well, probably more because Ampadu did two. So it's it's four individual errors between three of them. It's just a bit galling. After that, um, they had that one chance where Norwood, he always tries their meadows back to keep her. Norwood gets, like, gets, gets them right, like just nods it back and you've got a great play, cool, calm play. But he obviously didn't see Silver sort of nipping in. And if he gets anything more on that, it's in. Like either side of by a yard, so we got away with that a little bit. I was moaning about Fleck midweek, weren't I? That he did first five minutes, he did that flick on for Man United, but at least it were only in midfield areas, like pr- practically an assist. Yeah, and you know, talking about the midfield, I, I thought Norwood did some really good things again. I thought he did some poor things, but I thought he did some. It was definitely getting more like slow. I thought Fleck. Again, some frustrating things, but there were definitely glimpses again. He were running little jinx, little little. You know, I thought he was our best midfielder today. Uh, Lundstrom was again the one that annoyed me he gave it away a few times and in fact he gave it away when Norwood took his I, well I said to that he must have had about 15 bookings this season because he, he, he gets booked every game you know yeah. how many times he's been booked this season gone well uh, if you'd have been watching you'd have known uh, I think it's four now oh no I did see it because yeah, he did that animation didn't it three to four at bottom yeah like he's been booked about at least fifteen to twenty times this season. I, mean, oh, I haven't played twenty games that way, but he does one of them every game, surely. <sighs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I would have said he's been booked way more than that. Yeah. Do they restart it again? No, 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 no. They restart it for the suspensions, but yeah, they, they still do the count. The yeah, they've still got the number. It's up to five. It's, I think. Well, I don't know because the season starts late. This is a bit, just, there's a time around March, isn't there, where it kind of resets to where you have to get to 10. Um, but yeah, he's going to get a suspension coming soon. To... Yeah. And then obviously we've got lots of midfielders we can plug, plug in his place. <laughs> he's such a mismatch at our squad with, with like countless wing backs, like three left wing backs or left backs if you count Brian. No, that's not really his position. In right backs, yeah, about eight strikers, and then like outside with Berg and Osborne being in, we haven't. I can't think of another midfielder. 
Which is Either stupid, isn't it? Because we play we play three in midfield, which is yeah. you know it's more than most you know it's, it's more than we played in the past and stuff. And it's just yeah, why would you not have that cover? Looking back, you know when we, we were saying we need a striker that could put ball in back in there. I think everyone was saying that over close season, and we've we've spunk some money on well obviously McBurney last year and then Brewster. And yeah, looking back, we we're all wrong. We needed some cover in midfield, didn't we? It's just. Well, even, I mean, you take out the two players injured, five players out of a squad of, is it 23-man squad they have? 25, is it? 25, well, even worse. Five midfielders in the whole of 25. Like you said, when you play with three in midfield, we don't play with wingers. We haven't got any wingers in the squad. A winger in the squad is quite poor planning, uh, I think, because you're always going to have at least one or two injuries or suspensions. So... Uh, yeah, I think I think that's the area they're, they're going to have to address, uh, you know, in the summer. Because I, I don't think they're going to give by, by the the bits coming out of the club. I don't, I don't think they're going to give him any money to spend now. And I, I don't I don't have any real problems with that. Well, why would you? We we're as well we're as good as down, aren't we? So you you're preparing for what's the point in getting players to compete in Premier League? We're going to just like rebuild the Championship in summer, surely. Yeah, the, the the rest of the first half, not a lot really happened. They just kept it really patiently. They moved it about. They were playing on Bogle all the time because uh, that Torres just had the just had the beat of him all game, and uh, he was left one on one. The only criticism I will give a Fleck, who had a I thought a decent game, was he, he he didn't perhaps protect him or help him or Ampadu didn't get across to help him as much. He was left one on one, and they could see he was beating him every time. So somebody needed to perhaps come across, but then the problem is you're leaving. Your man, and they're so quick how they move it about. Well, commentator touched on it, didn't he? That uh, over at Hinchcliffe, one of them were basically saying, if you were to look at this like lineup now for Man City and how they're playing, you'd be hard pushed to say what formation they're actually playing because players are just popping up everywhere, and fullbacks are playing like almost like wide narrow midfield, and it's just just a weird formation, and you just can't you you can't play against it. I mean, we did, we did really well against it. I think we 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 coped really well. But it's difficult because, like you say, if, if a player gets caught out, they've just got they've just got players just popping up everywhere. You, it's like it's like whack a mole, isn't it? You, you stop one, or you think you've marked one, and then another one pops up somewhere else. And Which yeah, it's not what easy. Playing against us last season when we were playing well, yeah, um, it was the same the same thing, really. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, they, they showed the heat map, um, uh, I think, on BBC, and uh, I, I always just. Automatically think of Predator when I see those heat maps, but maybe that's just me. Um, but um, I, don't, I don't know who was who was uh, Schwarzenegger in, uh, in that book. <laughs> <laughs> but but basically, their midfield was like on halfway, and there was another stat that said I don't know whether it was between. It must have been between them. It can't have been individually. Or maybe it was, but it said they'd had 40 touches that the, the, the three defenders or the four sorry four defenders at the back. Uh, like so it may have been each, but that that sounds preposterous. But like they had, they just had more of the ball in defence. But they were they were like playing as midfielders. They had it yeah. was like they had seven or eight midfielders who were just moving around, like you said, fullback said about all moving around constantly. Uh, there was only really uh, Jesus. Is that how you say it? I would have said Jesus personally. Jesus. That's up there with my uh, <laughs> Juan Busaka. <laughs> I'm taking over from Roy for bad pronunciation. <laughs> um, but no, um, they, they just all, like you said, popped up all over the place. And we struggled to pick them up. But we kept a nice, solid shape. I don't think they really, really didn't. I mean, Bruce had one shot for us, which was about the only kind of really 
chance we had. We had a couple of moments where we kept the ball. We did give it away a bit too easily, but it's so hard because you know when, you know, they press us and, and they do get on the, like they hunt you in packs. I don't think it's like Man U or some of this is where they let you have it for a bit. They literally, like we had it second half once and they were, like got us right in the corner and we yeah. tried to play it out really calmly and then it was just bashing, just kicking it away. But yeah. um, that's what that's what they do to you because they've got such a, a work ethic off the ball as, as well as what they do on it. But yeah, one nil at half time. I thought, well, we're in the game, you know, it's, we, and, and even second half, second half, I thought they had, they had more, more sort of in terms of attacks. Um, and again, Torres took advantage of Bogle a few times down that side. Um, I think they had that one shot, didn't they? Zinchenko that Ramsdale saved and then he flipped a header over again. We struggled on set plays again. That was another worry, like Basham not getting off the ground on that one. He even got beat to a Laporte header. Their stuff we should be bread and butter for us. And, you know, if they score through a great goal, but it, I don't know what's happened. We like just don't seem to be switched on at corners. Well <laughs> we well, we didn't switch off on never mind you know switch off for that first 10 minutes and I know that we're open play but we've been switching off a lot I think I think you're right nail on head with that because Basham is just he's, he's almost gone in air and it's like he can't win a header on, on set pieces it's like literally best player over the last three or four years and, and has been one of the best players this season but last sort of month or so is just defensively he's just he's just gone on set plays and crosses um, but as I said, the game just kind of moved on and, you know, they had lots of the ball and, um, you know, it was that stat, it was like 70 to 80 minutes where when they had like 90% possession or something. But we, 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 we kept a good shape and they didn't have many, like I said, they didn't have that many chances really. And we, we obviously put McGoldrick on um, for Brewster. I, I thought Brewster was disappointing again. I, I, thought, I thought Burke... Worked really hard with little service. He fed off scraps, and he, and he, I wouldn't say he was a threat in terms of looking like he was going to score or even have many chances. But I, I thought he did everything he could do. Really, um, I think Burke was very much in the same sort of role that Billy was on Wednesday night. He seemed to be going back and forth between those defenders, just covering a lot of ground in that final. What, what you're saying is Brewster didn't do anything basically in that comment. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that. Bert ran his socks off. Yeah, he's, he's got to work harder for me, Bruce. And I know people say we well, don't have any service hard in games like that, but I don't know. I just, I just need him to. I need him to work harder. I need him to harry hustle. I mean, there was one moment second half just before he came off where Burke did really well down the right, put a quite a good cross in, like he whipped it over yeah. across, and he was just stood there. He didn't move yeah. at all. He didn't attack it. He just stood there, and it's like you're not going to have it on a plate. You've got to, uh, you know, attack the ball. Um, and when McGoldrick and Sharp came on, we had much more of a of a threat. And that's nothing against Burke, but at least and sorry, McBurney obviously came on. I, I guess the subs. There should be a reward for like guessing who, who the subs are going to come off because when they put them up, I was straight away. Uh, that's Burke and Basham. There's absolutely no reward for guessing that Basham's going to come off for Sharp. It's literally <laughs> happened like in practically every, every game, game we're losing for. Well, even back into last season, it'd be something he'd occasionally try. But I wonder, whether, I wonder whether Sharp gives him like a bit of money as he comes off or some sweets, you know, like because he gets appearance money. So it's like a little deal they have sort of thing. That's a very Warnock thing to do. And it brings someone on for an appearance fee. Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. Uh, you have to ask Wade Allison. Allegedly. Yes, allegedly. <laughs> hang on, is, uh, hang on. Is, is, this, is this a clue to the sex dream? 
No, 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 no. That'll be all be revealed late, later on. Might be uh, if anyone ever listened to the um, the Peter Crouch uh, podcast with Chris Starr. Uh, what was the, the the person that they had to guess? It was uh, Parched. Oh yeah, Parched, and it went on for ages, like guessing who this player was. He was a bit of a manager's pet. Everyone kept saying, "Oh, it's James Milner." Yeah, and they were all guessing it. Like he always went to manager, and we're always like just basically licking his ass, ass and uh, it was Charlie Adam in the end uh, really? he actually came on the show and admitted he was but it was called part he used to say I'm really parched you're going to have a drink by the manager <laughs> so yes there's part so uh, yeah so this this uh, this the, the sex guy dream will be uh, someone people will have to guess over a pe- period of week maybe we need a better name we need a better name than sex guy though come up with one before the before the next one Okay. But no, so we, I think when Sharp and uh, I think that was the point where we, we almost thought, right, in a way, all right, we'd give that shit goal away. But the shit goal, ironically, probably, this is going to sound weird, it probably helped us because if we'd have been nil nil, they probably would have gone on and got, got more goals. But because it was one nil, they were kind of happy. We were kind of happy. And someone put it on, on this is like shit. Man City have for one you now, Sheffield United have one. But I think what we've done is we were like, right, we'll get to 75, 80, put on a subs and not massively go for it, but let's gamble a bit and see. And we did, to be fair, we did. We had three or four, what I'd call attacks and we had a couple of chances. Um, we did, and- but it, I thought even after we brought them on initially, we didn't straight away go for it. There were a few uh, times yeah. where they were hanging back a little bit and, you, and I, w- I was shouting, same as what you've just said, gamble. It was basically like bullseye, board revolving. <laughs> and me just, gamble, gamble. gamble. Just... <laughs> yeah, McBurney for a speedboat. It's but, like uh... we're on mission with like Granada or something, because we seem to have covered most of those uh, 80s, uh, to early 90s game shows. It's not even on purpose. Yeah. So, uh, but no, um, we, we, you know, we, we, we did... Yeah, I think it was hard because if we'd have gone too much, they could then have just broken score yeah, like yeah. You had that chance at the end. So it was like a bit of kind of, you know, oh, shall we, sharp, we sort of thing. But yeah, we had, I mean, Sharp um, annoyed me because he lost it early on, but then did well, won a free kick, and then he breasted that one down uh, wonderfully for, for Fleck. And when he hit that, I actually thought it was in. Yeah. You know, normally I, I don't react. When he hit it, I thought that's in. I was off my sofa, uh, but it went wide. Yeah, but Sharp is looking more and more like a player out of Spectrum Match Day 2, if you remember that. You know them like sort of chunky players and it's sort of, Ball always used to bounce off them at funny angles. But he, he does do that, doesn't he? He sort of just gets his body in way and just sort of, as you say, breasts it in, on this occasion. But it just it just sort of bounces off his arse or whatever, but control in a controlled way. And it would it was really good play, to be honest. It, it looked lively when he came on, doing his usual sort of, drawing fouls and falling down and nuzzling and, and all that sort of business. But uh, yeah, that was beautiful. And yeah, as soon as he hit it, I thought yeah. it's in. It's in. Yeah. yeah. No, it, I, goalie was beaten. And they said after they said, oh, it were always going wide. It didn't go wide, but I don't know. Yeah. To me, I don't think it went wide by much at all. We didn't. They showed that behind this uh, yeah. post view and it only just, and it, and it only just went because it was, it was on target all the way because it were curling that way. So it was all, it just pulling away, pulling away, and it was only obviously the last minute. It just sort of come past the post. I mean, Edison was was beaten, and you know, and if that goes in, it's the perfect away performance. I know that that sounds silly with the goal we gave away, but you, you've done what you need to do, stay in the game, and then you've gone and smash and grab and got a got a goal and got a, a great point. Well, um, I'm going to say minus that those mistakes on nine minutes or whatever it was, it was a perfect away performance. I think we yeah. we played we played a game plan today and we played it really well. It's, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, obviously Ramsdale then made that save at the end, really good save, 
He made two good saves today and was fine today. His kicking was a bit crap, but then they kept giving it him back all the time. Like, like stop giving it to him. Like, take responsibility. Um, but yeah, he had a good game today. And it's been a better week for him after you know the error he made in in the first half at Man U. He, he had a good second half and he's had a good game today. So good for for him moving forward with with, with confidence. Um, but yeah, the, the final whistle went and it was like I don't know whether we could have done much more in terms of how we played because we, we restricted them to very few chances. We kept solid, we were compact, we, we battled hard, we, we kept you know good concentrate, very similar to the other night. Um, we just we just didn't really threaten much until those last five minutes. There's an argument, could we have gone a bit earlier? But I think if we did that, I think they break and, yeah. and maybe make it two or three. And I think if we had scored earlier, say we had done that and Fleck had scored a shot out, then they'd have just stepped up. I think how we played it, the subs and everything was right. It's just, they're just a better team with better players. Yep. And, you know, like I said, their movement and, and their pace and how they do stuff, they're the best side in the league. I know Liverpool, you know, won the league last year. But for me, the last few years, even without Aguero and De Bruyne, it's embedded into how they play and the way they move it about. They're a joy to watch. Yep. When, when, when... I mean, they're a complete team as well, because I think you touched on it a bit earlier, but I w- I was going to mention it again about defensively, they're brilliant as well. So obviously in possession, you've just got no, it's just one touch, one touch, and they just move up right from the back, right through you. And you've just, you can't get near them. But defensively, say we got the ball, even even in our own half, they were either bang on us or 11 men behind the ball and, and like getting a proper shape and getting organised and then pressing us. And we just, as you said, we just, we get the ball and you think, all right, okay, attack now. And then before you know it, we, we go from on edge of uh, centre circle. Next minute, we'd be right back with Bulldog yeah. pissing about trying to kick it down line. Like, they were just yeah. defensively they're brilliant as well. So you just, yeah, they're a complete team. And when they're on it, there's not a lot you can do. Don Goodman, uh, not Don Goodman, Andy Hinchcliffe, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> not much difference. No, <laughs> sorry. Get me pun this Seem particularly much. infatuated by that Diaz. Kept going on and on about yeah. him. Like, oh, he's he's great. Oh, he's fantastic. Oh, he's fantastic. Oh. But yeah, all right, Andy. You've made, made your point. He's a decent player. Um, but yeah, um, as you're just looking at the other results, I know it's kind of academic. West Brom drew, didn't they? Sort of with Fulham. Um, you know, we I mean, we, we're gone. We, we are gone. Even, even if we win in the week, it, it's... I mean, Newcastle won today. Uh, you know, everyone's picked up some points kind of today uh, at the bottom. Palace won. I know Wolves are, are struggling as well. But um, it's just a shame that we've, we've t- today and in the week, we've put in, I think, two really good... Perform- I thought today we were fine. And people are criticising, so we didn't really attack much. And, well, we know, couldn't really. We didn't have a lot of the ball. We, we couldn't, yeah, exactly. we couldn't get the ball off them. We yeah. could not get the ball off them. So... You know, we, we did what we could today, and I don't think anyone played perhaps outside of Bogle. I don't think anyone was like appalling. Um, but you know, I think I think the rest of the team d- did their jobs, and you know, it's it's just just you're playing a better team, and it's that simple. Yeah, simple as that. And we, I, I think we did it almost as well as we could. But Bogle, like I said, a bit of a stinker, and it was from the off. You could tell they were doing that thing that. Paul Beasley used to do, you know, when players are running at him and he keeps, don't know which way to turn when he's jockeying and like turning his back. And maybe that is, you know, I've been saying, why does he insist on playing left foot, is it left back, right foot? You know, why can't yeah. he mix it up? I think this shows you why, because <laughs> it absolutely... shows you why you're not in a professional football match. Yeah, I mean, obviously, obviously. The that got to me was 
there was one bit where he had a bit of mud on his hands. He was brushing off this bit of mud. And that just really annoyed me when you see like Fleck with like a whole arm coated, coated in mud. And I just thought, yeah, get yourself, I'm, I'm get not, yourself dirty. It's go, go, going back to Predator, that, isn't it? Is it Arnie <laughs> covered himself in mud to kill him in the end, didn't he? So. And I'm sorry, but you've come on and offered some good tactical analysis, but you've let yourself down there talking about the physical appearance of players. <laughs> You'll be on about Brian's eyebrows or... I'm not hey, on about that's, that's my missus. He's on about putting, putting his focus into <laughs> kicking that bloody ball, not wiping a bit of mud off his hand. Yeah, to be fair. Yeah, and to be fair, I think Flex just given up on his appearance anyway, hasn't he? His, his beard... <laughs> It looked pink today. I don't know if it was to do with the shirt or something, but I know he's got a ginger. Yeah, I don't know if it's my TV. more Auburn. Yeah, pink, pink beard. Norwood's hair looked pretty tragic as well. Well, it's, it's only weird. like mine. It's just lockdown hair, isn't it? I've had my hair cut once in a year, so I've, I've gone a bit Norwood as well. Or um, Lloyd out of Dumb and Dumber, as someone Shore and View oh, uh, gave another, me. Another yeah, yeah, yeah. For those who have seen him on Shore and View... Um, uh, you know, I, Mark's probably got at least, I would say, 200 lookalikes. Is that well, maybe a bit much? I think probably about 1.2 billion because didn't one, one of our schoolmates, Phil Black, didn't he once say I look like every Chinese person? Yeah, there's so, a bit of... pales into insignificance that he also looked like um, Bert off Sesame Street when you compare me to 1.2 billion people. Prisoner off, uh, freak off, uh, prisoner cell block. Young the Freak Ferguson, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, get your get your lookalikes. If you watch Sure and View, get your lookalikes in uh, and see if we can add some 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 more to uh, John Kerry. And uh... we've, we've had twenty five years of fun thinking of lookalikes for him. Yeah, I just I make a note every time I get a new one, and it's bizarre sometimes to get someone. I, I once had it um, in Newquay. I was drunk on a bus, and some someone just came up to me and went. Gary Neville and walked off. <laughs> so, so I just get it in the most. I don't like not even just people I know, just people shouting names at me. So yeah, I keep a list. So man of the match, I'm going to say Ramsdale. It's not a bad shout. That um, yeah, did literally did nothing wrong. Really good save. I mean, we didn't even mention it that that save near the end, did we? The, the, no, I uh, mentioned it. I did oh, I probably just weren't listening. But yeah, fantastic save then. Dealt, dealt with everything else brilliantly. So yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, I think Ramsdale, probably your best uh, yeah, man of the match. But in terms of outfield, I thought Fleck was good again. Uh, I know he did a few things. I thought he de- he's definitely getting back to what he was. Definitely there's glimpses. And he was our most involved player on the ball and looking to create and probe. I thought Burke tried hard. Um yeah, but, but yeah, Ramsdale yeah. for me. Yeah, outfield, I'd agree with that. The two, the two Scots with the uh, old pink beard edge, edging it, I think. Two Scots. Yeah, Burke. You may oh, even mention it. Now you're not paying attention to yourself. <laughs> the rest was switched off long ago. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, so that's that. I, I can't think of anything really more to say about that game. It was a kind of, uh, we didn't get battered. We all expected we were going to get done like 4 5 nil last few games. We've not done that. So, honourable defeat today, um, one on in the week. So, and, and form-wise, we're, we're doing better. We, we, we look a much more, I don't know, just much more organised, resolute, together side the last few weeks. And, you know, it bodes well for, I think there's big pressure on on. On, on Tuesday because I think everyone's thinking oh, we, we should win that or we could win that and if we lose that then that could basically just like a balloon that could just yeah. function the whole season because you, you lose that on Tuesday and you, you, you're going from we're pretty much down to 
we're down and we're going to finish bottom and we're thinking about that points record. Yeah, again. exactly. Uh, so the big, they've got to give it everything and like play it like it's the last game of the season on on, on Tuesday and just just come out and. But West Brom are better away than they are at home. They've had some good results. Yeah, they've had some good results. But you're right. If we, I think he's rested a few today, like we said, and I think he's going to put hopefully what his best team is or what he thinks his best team is well, against West Brom. What would you do? Would you bring back Sharp and McGoldrick? Yeah, definitely, hundred percent. Like for me, for me, my starting eleven now is virtually the team that got us up. You know what I mean? It is. It is mm-hmm. sort of as close to that team as you can get um, because between them, they've all proved themselves that over the season, this season, they've been the ones that have. Just for uh, for obviously you know Connell and you've got Bogle in for Stevens if Stevens not back and then the goal is obviously different but yeah you, you're and then that in that a little bit concerning and I know Wilder's defended the, the young players like which Ramsdale or Brewster this week and really kind of battered for them um, that we spent a lot of money and I know it wages you know aren't the same as some of the other clubs but we've, we've 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 not really improved the first eleven you know you know I suppose Berg's out injured but. There's not many of those players we've signed. You think, yeah, he's definitely better than what we had, sort of thing. We've had to go back to like Sharp and McGoldrick. And sort of <laughs> no, like no, don't get me wrong. I rate Burke, and I, I, I can see a case for starting Burke in a lot of games. But I just think this game coming up, I think we play sort of how we, how we try and play how we've played over the last two or three years, with the option of bringing Burke on as that outlet and sort of just causing a bit of problem last thirty if we need to. Uh, so I think he's improved the squad genuinely. I, I think he's a, he's looking like he could be. No, a decent I, I like him. I, I know obviously um, uh, a, few, a certain uh, uh, podcaster is not a fan of this <laughs> from Four Blades in a pub, but I, I quite like him. I think that I do. he doesn't look like a football at times. I think Andy said it. He jumps weird and like he's, he's at times he. He's no composure, but he's a definite asset. And I do think at championship level, he could be a real. Nuisance. I think he could uh, rip it up. To, to quote Orange Juice. And start again. <laughs> wow. And he has more time on the ball as well in the Championship, which was, obviously, they had quite a lot of time on the ball on Wednesday night because the pace of the game was much slower than it was today. Yeah, so I, th- I reckon... I think so, but I, I worry when he's got time on the ball. When he's got time, it seems... Although he did he did that good. When he went through against... Um, cool. Bristol, he did. But Yeah, I think he's he just... He's, he's a... He's a just like a reaction, a quick player, and he's we need to play to his strengths when we need him on. But I think, yeah, just start with them. That still need, still need to see more from Brewster. And I know people have said I, I've gone in on him a little bit and stuff, but I, I need to see more effort. I can cope with sometimes. I need a few little decent balls and stuff, but the games are just passing him by. And you know, I don't know, I don't know. I, I don't. I've not worked out what he is yet. I've not worked out what he is yet. And I know he's learning the game still. And. Uh, but I, I, my concern with him is he's got a great shot on him, but technically his touch, his control, is just the, the basic stuff, where to run to, I, I'm not seeing that yet. And there's going to have to be a lot of coaching to, to get him to the, the player that we believe he can be. It's annoying because he shows flashes, like I say, he's got, a, he's got good it from outside the area and he'll occasionally play a really good, intelligent Mm-hmm. ball and you know really sort of good vision and stuff like that behind that was decent yeah yeah he's done it he's done it in virtually every match he's played that he's pulled off one or two really good passes oh look at that that's not bad but then you think well that if that's all he's doing twatting yeah. it from outside box once in a while and then playing two passes a game and that's all you're getting out of him for 60 70 minutes yeah like you say games are just passing him by seasons passing him by 
All right. Um, I don't know whether there's anything else to, to re- really add. We've well, discussed. you've got to take the tech positives out of that, to quote Warner, can't you? So we we well, lost yeah. on possession, we lost on goals, we lost... We, we just, yeah, we, we basically didn't get anything out of the game, but we won on foul throws, and that's, that's oh, something about, to take out. That's one thing mentioned. I saw one earlier today in a game. Uh, I think it might have been Newcastle-Everton, or it might have even been Norwich. There were a game of flicking about this morning on the... The, the, the lunchtime games. I don't. I don't really watch much football now. And I saw a foul throw, and I was delighted. I was like, finally a foul throw. <laughs> As junior footballers, I'm sure this all uh, uh, sort of um, you know sort of strike a chord with a number of people growing up. They were massively big on under 10s under 11s take foul throws, and you'd have sometimes occasions where a throw would be taken six to seven times between, like sort of rotating between the two teams. Foul. Try again, lad. Try again, lad. I remember Toddick wreck. Um, a game for Toddick Juniors. I was playing centre half, and I'd I'd been playing left back and centre half, like basically a bit of a Keen Bryan type of player in in at centre back or left back for some reason. I can tell the listeners that uh, that's a, a very unfair uh, comparison. Actually, I think I think you're much better than him. <laughs> Many thanks. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I was playing centre half, and whoever it were were playing left back. Kevin Newton maybe he like took the throw, foul throw. So then come back other way. They did a foul throw. Kev said he weren't having it again because he didn't want to do Hold it, it again. Did a Don Given, uh, not Don Givens, it was it was the penalty taker who bottled the penalty taker in 81. I can't remember oh yeah, he said a Givens, yeah. Um, John Matthews? Yeah, it might, might have been, yeah. yeah. yeah Another one for the, uh, for the bottled the throw-in. Bottled the throw-in. Bottled the throw-in. So then obviously I thought, oh, should I go across? But then I think Eddie were playing left wing. He took it and it, it was different different foul throws every time. Some of them were like dropping it. Some of them were feet over line. They messed it up. Genuinely, third time of asking, I had to come over from centre half and take it. And I, genu- I did a foul throw as well, but uh, he let it go because I think yeah, he'd yeah, had enough. You can't watch a game for 20 minutes, like just foul throws. But yeah, two today. Um, I think Silver did one in the first half where he literally just like dropped it <laughs> out of his hand. And then it was, the, I can't remember the one in the second half. And that was as bad. And they, but they always look, professional footballers, at the ref. Like you can give a foul against them and they'll complain a little bit. But giving a foul throw, it's like, it's like having a massive go at them. I'm a professional footballer. Yeah. Like, they look at the ref like, do you not think you know who I, I am? Foul throw? <laughs> like this. But like there's loads of foul throws that just get. I think refs are just like just get on with game. Like you said, pundits don't want to watch like a series of throwings. But I'd quite gladly sit and watch the <laughs> team, <laughs> rotating game throwing. of throwings. Yeah, lesser known HBO series. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what you've got in your clip now. You've game got of throwings. <laughs> you've got the Man City player taking a throw with Sean Bean's head on it. Out and oh dear! <laughs> Didn't even know I'd said it. Yeah, we're going to introduce a new feature, aren't we? Uh, oh no, 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 no! I think, I think we we'll play we we'll play that down. We we'll see if anyone notices. Okay, okay, okay. Just just have a look on the on the Twitter feed. Yeah, yeah just keep keep there. keep your eyes and ears out. Something exciting! You've got something exciting on the Twitter feed. I'm guessing uh, my wife's sex dream about uh, a Warnock. Uh, Era United player involving the player and dead, but I know it's, it's bizarre. This isn't it? Cause we've gone from, I mean, with Ramsdale's performances of last few months and some at defenders, we've gone from erratic to erotic in the space <laughs> of a few weeks, haven't we? Unbelievable. All right. Uh, any plans for the? Uh, I don't know why we say this because I don't think the viewers actually give a shit what we're doing with our Saturday nights that have already gone by the time they've listened to it. But uh, any plans for your Saturday evening? Uh, it, 
No, I don't think so. What what can Mask you do singer. at the minute? Mask singer. Mask singer. Get out of yeah. town. Blob is so Lenny Henry. It's got to be. <laughs> Why they're not saying it? They they must have been paid not to say it because it's so obvious. What Why is clue? it obvious? Because it just sounds just like him. Watch it tonight. I'm, I'm telling you. What he sings in Brummy? It's it's just definitely Lenny Henry. Right, I might if if there's nothing else to do, nothing else on. I might give us your money. Give us your money. <laughs> so 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 there's no need to ask Dead about what he's doing because his wife's told him he's watching my singer. Uh, I'll uh, I'll bang out my match report. Uh, Bet you will. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. Um, but now, um, apart from that, I think I think we're about done. We'll be back on Tuesday night. Andrew will probably be back. If you've liked uh, my uh, good wife's. Uh, Better we barely let it get a word in, let's be honest. Yeah, I did feel like you kind of promised the world and gave me two words. Because well, I was, like I, I, I'd say something, so you'd say something, then I'd say something. I think, oh, I, I can't even see Kate's not on, on picture, so I'd, I'd occasionally forget, hello, yeah, nah. first time I've Hi. seen you. But um, <laughs> So I'd, I'd occasionally forget, but then sometimes I think, all right, I'm saying something here, I'll pause, and then Kate mm-hmm. can say something, but no, dead bat's done as usual, he's back well, in what again. What I'm thinking is he... It's like 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 Wilder's doing with these these new these young players like bringing them in like yeah just little little cameos and stuff. I don't want because if she comes in and makes some mistakes early, then the crowd are going to get on her Twitter. They're going to get on her back and say, "Not sure about her. Like she's not going to be good enough." Whereas now they've they've had a glimpse. They might say, "Yeah, there's some promise there, potential sort of thing." Bring her in now and again. Bring her her in Uh, for cup games. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe I'll be. Oh, we've got one in a week and a half. Yeah, I'll start, gr- I'll start growing my beard for the cut run. Tell you what, games are a bit burk at the minute, aren't they? Thick and fast. Just yeah, fly- yeah. flying in. <laughs> that's horrible. That's hard. Oh, I, I, I just remembered that other, other week you actually pretty much called him that. You said he's thick oh, yeah, as a footballer. Yeah. Oh, but I, 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 I think that's hard. He's brilliant. I, he's I, think I really like him. There's something in there. I think. I think. But, Right coaching, right play, we'll, uh, we'll get something out of him. But yeah, they, I mean, they are coming thick and fast and Andy will be in for the evening ones if he we so deems to do it. But He's promised that before and he doesn't always materialise. But it's an early kickoff, isn't it? Is it? Six o'clock, I think. Yeah, six o'clock. Oh, it's a funny time for him. It's on the cusp, isn't it? Because I have to leave work early, but I don't think I'm in. I think I'm working from home Tuesday, so I'll, I'll, like I'll a... be... I'll be, I'll be excitedly waiting Coming for that. Coming from you, has been working from home for the past 10 months. Everyone's been working hard, though, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, but from home. Helping me with more maths. Well, exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. Be more of that this yeah, week. You should put a shout out to all the, the Blades, all the five Blades that listen to this, that we desperately could do with a bit of help for uh, Year 8 Algebra. Uh, I've done it! Mark. I've what? already done it. In fact, look at this. <laughs> it's, not, it's not like that's that you've completed Algebra. The, pi- the piece of paper I used to demonstrate it is still here from where I did it. X equals 3Y squared. And... Looks like our set play uh, marking that. <laughs> <laughs> Right, 53 minutes, that's enough. Yeah, yeah. This, this is laying <laughs> the law down proper. Again, it's please, another insight into your marriage. We listen to the podcast in bed, again, going back to bedroom antics, but we listen to the United podcasts when we're going to sleep, and some of them are quite No, no, long. no, I, 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 I think good good length is important. And we... I think I think, uh, I, I think Blaze Pod are, are a lot more thorough um, informative, oh, no. entertaining. Oh, uh, okay. When you said thorough, I thought you were going back into what what happens in bed. Then I was worrying about. <laughs> right, I think we need yeah. to uh, call it now.
Yeah. Okay. John Cullen it. John Cullen it. <laughs> right, we'll see you on Tuesday. I hope you've enjoyed uh, our special guest. And uh, and if you want more, um, we'll see. If you don't want more, don't say. <laughs> Good night.